Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get this week rolling. I think it's episode number 64, right? Season 2, episode 24. Let's um, cover some business here first. This Saturday, which tomorrow we're taping this on thursday and this saturday i will be a bucket list item i will be meeting with a photo op pj souls from halloween see anything you like great scene began liking her from movie carrie she's the girl always wearing she's normal always wearing a baseball cap she was in breaking away where she met her husband future husband dennis quaid um She's Riff Randall from Rock and Roll High School and in Stripes with uh, Bill Murray. And uh, she's in all, well, she's in the first Halloween one. Uh, so one of my favorite actresses, and I will be getting to meet her at uh, the Rosemont Convention Center. I think it's Fright Fest or something. And I've been waiting for it. And uh, I paid good money for the, uh, meet and greet and a photo op and everything. So bucket list item. And then I have another bucket list item on November 5th again with Marilyn McCoo at the uh, Displains Theater. That's exciting. And then Friday, this Friday, we're going to see Dancing Queen, an ABBA tribute band that we've seen a couple weeks ago. I love ABBA and this Dancing Queen um, group is very, very good. They're excellent. So we're looking forward to seeing them on Friday night. So it'll be a very exciting weekend for me. Our movie review with coffee is a movie called The Entity with Barbara Hershey. It's one of my favorite actresses. And uh, I began liking her with one of the first, probably the first R-rated movie my brothers took me to see was a movie called Boxcar Bertha. She was a runaway. I think it was her first movie. David Carradine. And it was directed by Martin Scorsese. Barbara Hershey, one of my favorite actresses, and The Entity is a very good movie based on a true story about a woman that keeps getting assaulted by a entity, which is, I think, a supernatural spirit or something, again, based on a true story, but it has a, a very good coffee scene where she has her friend come over to help her sleep over uh, with her kids and everything, and Barbara Hershey wants her to have some coffee and says, well, make it strong, so... You can listen to it right now. Excellent movie. Here, my How'd you sleep? Great. Good. Give up yourself some cereal and I make coffee. Oh. Want some? Love some. Okay. Do you make it strong? Well, of course I make it strong. What do you think? You're a girl. Want some healthy sugar? Yeah. Okay, our coffee review, I haven't done one in a little bit, is a we went to the Mount Prospect Farmer's Market and I got a cup of Cuban Brothers coffee. And it was the uh, medium roast, and it was very good. And it went very well with that big 
pecan roll I hid that they also sell um, at the farmer's market. But the coffee was excellent and they're based out of Arlington Heights. It's uh, Cuban Brothers Coffee and Tea. And again, great smell, just a great smell and cup of coffee. So it was very good. Highly recommend it. Cuban Brothers Coffee Tea in uh, Arlington Heights, Illinois. We're talking about latte art. And um, I'm very, I'm infatuated with this stuff now on Instagram. And I've been, I know I said, I'm, try, I'm trying to get people to come on to explain how they got started with this and that, but uh, I'm getting responses back. But right now, as at least for this week, I don't have a guest. But what I will say, two of them today, uh, one Instagram um, name was Make Me Coffee, and they did a double wing swan which was very, very impressive. Very good. And then I watched uh, Heidi Phillip Smith, and she created a wing tulip, which was, again, just watching this, making this art in a just a cup with this steamed milk. Just very, very impressive. So, And then the other one was homebarista.ig. He did a challenge today on there where he created something in 10 seconds and he counted it down and he made this design in his cup and he said, okay, now it's your turn. So I've decided to accept the challenge. I'm going to try and create my first latte art, or as we say in Bridgeport on the South side of Chicago, latte art. So we will try and um, make it uh we're going to videotape it. I'm going to have Pam tape it and we'll put it on Instagram. I'm going to give it a try and see how it goes. I mean, again, I'm infatuated with this stuff. Great watching these people do this, this art in, in a cup. Just very impressive. Again, if you know me, I'm not impressed by a whole lot. I never thought I would. My, I'm sure my old man is rolling over in his grave saying, what the hell is that guy doing, thinking of this coffee in a cup? I just, I go back to thinking of when I would sit at the arch view with my grandma, Millie, and she would get a cup of coffee and then she'd take the cream. And I think she, maybe she invented art or whatever. And she would like do a circle in her cup. She never poured it straight. It was always like a circle going around in her cup of coffee. I mean, you never really ask her what she's doing, but you know, old people, even me now, I'm old. You do a routine, you get into a routine and she would circle it which you know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe she was drawing something. Maybe she was doing Polish art. Whatever she was drawing, it was her secret. And she, you know what, she went to the grave with that secret. Um, just again, Grandma Millie, she had latte art in her blood. Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. Two weeks ago, Turner Classics had a movie on. They show these movies at like one in the morning, that D-level movies that used to come out in the 60s and 70s. Well, they had one called The Velvet Vampire on. I went to see The Velvet Vampire and another movie called The Corpse Grinders and another movie I could never remember. It was a triple feature. It was at, I think it was at the Halstead Drive-In. Pony League coach Chuck McCullough took me and, you know, he had to ask my what I thought was going to be my mom, but the old man ended up being home. So Chuck had to convince him that it was going to be okay, that we weren't going to see these R-rated movies. Not that the old man cared, but it, sometimes he made it look like he cared. It was me 
And then we picked up Pete, Pete out, who lived on the next block on Eggleston. And so it was me and Pete in the back seat and then uh, Chuck and his girlfriend in the front. So you've got two 14, 15 year old boys sitting in the back, Chuck and his girlfriend are in the front. We're trying to watch these great movies. You know, they're R rated. We're trying to watch it. And, you know, Chuck is, uh, he's with his girlfriend at the drive-in. Let your imagination go wild here while you got two, two teenage boys, adolescents, whatever the hell they call it, sitting in that back seat trying to watch those movies. It was very hard, but The Velvet Vampire was like, wow. It was really, it was really rated R plus, should have been rated R plus. And then that's how I was surprised that uh, Turner Classics ran. And then the Corpse Grinders, I pulled that up one time on uh, I think YouTube or something. And now watching it, it looked like really fake. But back then, it looked like really, it was really gory, the Corpse Grinders, hence the name. But uh, very interesting. And I was just surprised, again, that Turner Classics showed that movie. Chuck asked me if I wanted to go because Pete didn't play on the same on, on a team in the league. We went. I tried to pattern some of the way I coached through in the years through girls softball after the way Chuck coached uh, me for one year with uh, Pony League because he was a great guy. I seen him the next year. I helped him actually during practice some of the games after I left the Pony League, Parnell Pharmacy. And then he coached the next year in West Pullman Park again was uh, through the alley. So I'd go there and, you know, I'd help him through some of the practice games and everything. But then I never saw him again after that. And he was a very good baseball player. I think he played on the Fanger High School. I think they won the championship in the 60s with Michael Martin's brother, Jimmy. Um, I think that was in the late 60s, maybe like 67, 68, somewhere in there. But he was a very good baseball player. And then when I seen the old man the next morning, he's like, how was the movie? I said, it stunk. He's like, what was the name? And I said, uh, it was so bad, I can't even remember the name. I said, we fell asleep. He goes, well, when? I said, well, it was just me and Pete and uh, Chuck and his girlfriend. He goes, you fell asleep? I go, yeah. I said, you know, got home. I don't know what time. I don't know, like midnight or something. So he goes, well, that's about when he said you were going to come home. He said, so I left the door and locked. I said, well, I appreciate that. That was nice of you. He, uh, you know, after he just forgot about it, never brought it up again. Chuck McCullough, great guy, great baseball coach, great baseball player. And um, thanks for taking me to see the R-rated movie. So that was good stuff. So that's it, and um, we're going to be trying that uh, latte art on Sunday with the steamer and all of that good stuff. So very exciting. It's going to be, again, an exciting weekend. Dancing Queen ABBA on Friday, PJ Soul's bucket list item on Saturday, and Sunday my first latte art will be created. So uh, hopefully it'll be more than just a straight line, but I'll give it a try. Thank you, Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S, number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with 
Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Did you ever sneak into an R-rated movie then? Yeah, Summer 42, I think, was rated R. And Oh, with, uh, don't tell me, John Belushi, right? Oh, Summer 42. Jennifer O'Neill. Oh, I'm thinking of 40, 1942. 1941. That's right, 1941. I'm uh, sorry. No, no it's... Uh, That's yeah, John Belushi. I, yeah. I believe... Summer 40, yeah, because I couldn't get in to see Summer 42. Was oh, right, because you were waiting and trying to get people to see Right, I waited for like four hours, yeah, to get in for that. And that was an R-rated movie. Still don't know why they rated it R. It should have been rated like G. G, what the hell's going on here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was still a good movie, but, you know, that. in fact, they just had it on a couple of weeks ago on Turner Classic. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. And was we're it still the as terrible as you remember? Yeah, what's that? Was it as terrible as you remember? Actually, it was better than what I what I remembered. Really? Back then, I was anticipating more of Jennifer O'Neill, so I really didn't pay attention entirely to the movie. Okay? Uh-huh. So now, I watch, I'm like, yeah, this movie wasn't that bad after all. And then I did some of the coffee scenes um, in one of the um, movies, or one of my uh, previous podcasts from there. So... That's yeah, that, you know, that's it was fun with Chuck. Uh, I think he was surprised at how much nudity they had in that Velvet Vampire. Okay, I think he was caught off guard by that. But then again, he was all over his girlfriend. Okay, he was on her like mold on cheese. It was like, wow, <laughs> you know, we're so trying. They weren't really watching it. We're trying to figure out what what's better to watch. Him on his girlfriend or the movie with the Velvet Vampire, okay? So we're so trying what you to decide the best angle. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. No, but what, what, what did you end up watching? What, which one? What? What You said you were trying to figure out which one was a better well, movie the, to watch. No, to watch Chuck and his girlfriend. That's or what I'm watch. saying. So which one did you think was better to watch, well, the movie, the movie or, or Chuck and his girlfriend? The movie, because he never got her, Chuck never got her clothes off, but it was damn near. 